Welcome to the C-Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. I know everyone's looking forward to seeing the latest products from the hundreds of exhibitors at this year's CD Expo, but let's face it, the real stars of the trade show are going to be the CE-Pro All-Star Band. With the expo taking place in Dallas, the return of the band, including a few new faces this year, is ready to hit the stage for two sets of classic rock to close out Thursday's show floor. Our resident guitarist, Bob Archer, chats with fellow band members to get us ready in this week's podcast episode. As always, be sure to subscribe to CE Pro's YouTube channel and hit that like button on our videos, or subscribe to the CE Pro podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Hi, I'm Bob Ansh, a senior editor with CE Pro Magazine. And today I am sitting down to speak with the CE Pro All-Star Band. We are several weeks away or a few weeks away from taking the stage in Dallas on September 29th at approximately 5 p.m. Um, we're going to run through two sets of some awesome classic rock material. And we have a very talented band of longtime industry members taking part in this. Um, I would like to start things by introducing everyone. Um, and Tim, I would like to start with you. Tim, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tim. And what instrument? And what, what do you? What do you? What, Just what do you teasing. No. Um, so my name is Tim Begonis. I'm uh, I, I play drums and I sing and and I'm with D Tools. Um, and I, I've been you know blessed with the with the honor of playing with these guys for the last few years and really looking forward to it. Okay, our next drummer. Hey everybody, I'm Jim Garrett with Harmon Luxury Audio. I play drums. I sing. I've been doing this with the CE Pro band for a couple of years now and dating all the way back to the EH Expo days. So very happy to be doing it again. Glad we're having an in-person show and that we'll be able to provide a little bit of entertainment for everybody. And thank you. Let's move on to the, the other part of the foundation of the band, and that's our bass players. Dave. I'm Dave Silken. I'm one of the two bass players, also one of the two, origi two original bass players. I think Mitch is been there as long as I have. Um, really looking forward to playing with these guys again. Something kind of magical happens whenever we get on stage. We really don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, I am the president and CEO of DSG Distributors and Digital Sales Group Metro, and I uh, can't wait to see you guys. Thank you, Dave. Let's move over to Keys. Steve. Hi, I'm Steve Haas. I am uh, president CEO of SH Acoustics. And uh, last year was supposed to be my first time playing with the All-Star Band, but that didn't quite happen. So I'm very excited that this year it's actually going to happen and uh, look forward to playing with everybody and, and seeing all my friends again. Okay. Part of the awesomeness of the band is the fact that we have horns. Rick, could you outline your responsibilities with the band? Sure. Um, I'm Rick Santiago, and I'm uh, CEO and co-founder of Indie Audio Labs, Accurus and Aragon. And uh, I'm a, a wind player uh, focused on reeds, so I play tenor sax. I'll be playing tenor for a lot of these tunes and um, hope to be joined with uh, some, some other brass as well. So we have a full horn section, a little mini tower of power, if you will. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you, Rick. I saved the guitar players for last. So um, I want to start with our newest guitar player, who's also going to contribute some vocals, Patrick. 
there. I'm uh, Patrick Shaughnessy. I'm with uh, Folk Name America. I'm a first timer with the C Pro All Star Band, so I appreciate everyone um, welcoming welcoming me to the to the band. Um, and um, yeah, play guitar and and vocalist. Been doing it since I was young, and very excited to uh, to join join the group and do the best I can to to help out wherever I can. So appreciate it. Thank thank you, Patrick. I'll, I'll throw in the fact that. I play guitar too, and I'm the, the the lefty, the guy making the noise up there. These guys will cover for me. But anyway, guys, let's get right into this. Um, it seems like the expo in the whole fall season, for, for that matter, is rapidly approaching. What are you looking forward to with getting back on stage with the band and playing with the guys again? It's been the first time in three years that we've gotten together in person. Um Rick, can I start with you? <laughs> sure. Um, I, it, it was such a great vibe when we played last time live. Um, the the band was so tight. The rhythm, the foundation was really solid. And uh, it was a fun venue. Just we had a great, great stage set up. We had a, a full sound system with a full sound company doing live mixing. And, and uh, I don't know, it was just a fun environment. I don't get to play in that environment as much as I'd like. I'm more of a jazz kind of guy. So uh, I love breaking out some of the uh, honk tenor. <laughs> awesome. Um, Jim, let's, um, what, what are your thoughts on getting back on stage and playing with the guys? Oh, I think it's great fun, right? So some of us are in bands. We play on a regular basis, but whether you do that or not, I think it's just fun to get together with a bunch of industry coworkers and all of us are in this business uh, because we love music. And so to be able to get on stage and share that with everybody there, provide a little fun and levity to the evening. That's what I'm looking forward to is, as Rick mentioned, you know, we, everybody says here, we had a blast the last time we did this. Uh, it was unfortunate. We haven't been able to do it for a couple of years, but as they say, we're getting the band back together. So happy to be able to do it again this year. All right, Dave, you've done a lot of these. Um, what uh, are you looking forward to? Well, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, meeting the new guys and, and showing them what we've done in the past and how it works. I mean, there's, there's something so cool about, you know, not seeing everybody for a couple of years and getting together for, you know, what seems like 10 minutes of rehearsal, even though it's <laughs> two, a couple of hours and just getting on stage and kind of all the thought process goes away. We just go into overdrive mode. And as soon as we hear Tim or Jim, who's ever going to kick us off, click those sticks. I mean, something really cool happens and it becomes a show. And uh, and I'm waiting for that to happen. This year, I'm bringing my son with me for the first time, who's behind me over there, cool. who's our director of marketing. So he hasn't seen me play in quite a long time. So that's an extra special bonus for me. Now we got to make him look good, Ben, Jim. We're solid there. Lots of bass solos. <laughs> Oh, jazz artists, yeah, bass solos. <laughs> okay, Tim, as our primary vocalist, um, what are your thoughts? Well, what I really like about playing with these guys is, um, you know, we don't know the songs that we want to do ahead of time, so we kind of riff a little bit on what we think would work, and and we want to find things that people will recognize and like. Um, and what people don't realize is, you know, if we only get one or two times to play together before we go out, you know, it's really everybody's working on their own and we come together and we know 
probably within the first time we play a song, if it's going to work or not. And we kind of go through those and we're like, okay, we'll keep this one. Ooh, not nah, nah, that one. So that's the fun of it is because we have a list. We have quite, I'm going to say we have quite a long list this year of stuff that we're going to attempt to do. Um, and the fun part is just, you know, figuring out if it's going to work. And, and like last time when we kicked it off and we started within literally, you know, the first 30 seconds, we're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is going to be cool. And when, when, when you play with other people, it, it, the the feeling when it clicks, it, you really can't compare it to anything. If you're not a musician, I'm trying to, you know, like when you're on a team and you have a really good team, whether you're playing sports or whatever it is, and you guys have a good team and you play together, when you're with a bunch of musicians, it's it's the same feeling. You know, you're not trying to win anything, but but the feeling is just like, oh my God, this is good. And you just want to share it. And um, you know, we want to be we want to be good because we know people are gonna come and have fun. And our industry is made up of all musicians. Right. So, you know, they're all going to be looking at us. Right. We, we want to be good. Yeah. We want to make sure. Oh, like you don't want to be like those guys. Yeah. Every, every gig. Right. There's always that guy. I, you know, we're trying not to, you know, have, there's going to be those guys, but we're going to try and minimize that. Yeah. I remember the last rehearsal that we did after that first song, we just kind of looked at each other and went, did that just really happen? Like, how are we singing harmonies? Nobody knows where partner and it just kind of fell in together. So it is cool. Yeah, it's fun. All right, let's get a, a new guy's perspective. Steve, we um, you were supposed to play with us last year. Is there anything that you're looking forward to as a first time live band member when we uh, play together in Dallas in um, on the 29th? Yeah, well, I, I think all the excitement that, that Jim and Tim and the others have been talking about is really what is appealing to me. I've, I've been gigging more over the past six months than I have probably in 20 years. So I feel like I'm polished in that way. At least, you know, my, my fingers work and I can do my best uh, Billy Powell imitation with all the Leonard Skinner songs that are on the list. But yeah, I think it's it's just going to be so much fun getting together with everybody and yeah, it, it is about the crowd. It is about being great for them and, you know, showing off a little, sure, but really just ma making sure everybody really enjoys themselves a lot. That That's what I'm looking forward to. Patrick, um, Tim alluded to this a minute or two ago. Um, what do you think it'll be like playing in front of your peers? And some of them, as Tim had said, maybe like this, like the guy going to the Rush or Dream Theater concert or something. What what are your expectations about playing in front of your peers? Um, I try not to worry about that. I just, you know, practice as much as I can. And, and once you hit the stage, you just got to, you know, kind of walk that tightrope and just do the best you can and kind of sync with everybody you're playing with. And I play a lot. Uh, currently, I play a lot on my own just because I my extensive work uh, situation with work. And then I have kids and everything. So I play a lot of uh, acoustic solo stuff and and that's, you know, I prefer to play in a band. So I'm really excited to, to meet everybody in person and to, to jam. I'm excited for the rehearsals. I'm excited for the performance. And, um, but I try not to worry about that once you're playing. Just, just give it all you have and rely on the, the band as a team and just kind of mesh together and, you know, try to turn those naysayers around and get them clapping and smiling and dancing, hopefully, and, you know, have a great time. So it's all about having fun and 
it's great. You know, live music means so much to people. And I think after COVID and the last couple of years of being shut down, it's really important for this to take place. And it's going to reach a lot of people, I think, and do a lot of good. So. Awesome. Thank you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to what we're looking forward to in the set list. I think we probably all have songs that we're looking forward to playing. Um, Dave, let me start with you. Is there anything in the set list that you're looking forward to playing besides your bass solo? <laughs> Several bass solos. Yes. Um, you know, I the last time we played, we did Domino by Van Morrison for the first time. And I remember playing the intro with Tim, and then all of a sudden the horns came in, and I was like, this is cool. Wow, this is really cool. So I'm looking forward to that one again. Um, said the Sam and Dave song, Hold On, should be really nice. You know, I like anything with horns in it because I'm not used to playing with horns. So when there's real horns in that keyboard play, it's playing the part. To me, that's uh, that's very exciting. No, no offense, Steve, <laughs> on the keyboard players. <laughs> Okay, no offense taken. Okay, uh, Tim, how about you? Uh, you know, I uh, I think there's a lot of songs here that that I think are going to resonate with people, and um, yeah, there's some surprises. I think I'm you know, pulling out the Fog Hat song is going to be kind of fun. Um, you know, I think we've got a couple of you know couple of songs that people are going to go, well, they're they're doing that. That that's kind of cool, right? So it, it's like. Sometimes, you know, you got to play things that everybody knows and recognizes immediately. But the cool, the really fun thing is when you can pull off a song that maybe a little bit more of a deep cut and and you can pull it off. Then people are like, wow, I can't believe they did that one. That's fun. And hopefully we've got enough of those sprinkled in um, where it should be fun. And uh, that's I'm looking forward to some surprises, you know, from 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 the audience going, oh, I remember that song. Wow, they're old. Wow. No. <laughs> but, you know, fortunately, we're playing to our crowd. So, I mean, you know. Steve, I, I have a feeling how you're going to answer this, but I want to ask you anyway, what are you looking forward to playing? Well, there's one song in particular that I've never played out, but I want to conquer the solo of Call Me the Breeze. And I'm pretty, pretty far along with it. So a few more practices and I should have it. It's always been one of my go-to songs that I've, I've wanted to play out, but I'd never had a chance to. I played other Skinner, but not that one. Okay. Um, Jim, how about you? Uh, for me, I, whatever you want me to play is what I'm going to play because I just like to play. <laughs> so I, uh, I've played, you know, almost all of these songs before. Many of them are, we play in the the band that I'm currently in. So uh, for me, it's really more just let's get on stage and have some fun. I think as you know, we we talked about with the guys before, when you when you get a group of guys playing music together, I'm one of those people. It's like we're playing to an empty room. I'd be okay with it, but as long as we're playing well and you're connecting musically, you've you create something special. And then when you do that, and the band's having fun, the audience is going to have fun. And then when you're playing songs that they know, you know, this set list that we've got put together. It, definitely a lot of songs everybody's going to know. There are, as Tim says, a couple of deep cuts we're going to pull out, but it's just going to be a fun time. And, you know, when you get, we're having fun on stage, people are out there dancing and singing along with it. That's to me is going to make every song fun. So I'm just looking forward to the time we start to the time we finish <laughs> all of it. 
Okay, Patrick. Um, Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. I'm really excited to sing that. I, I sang that in a band back a um, long time ago and loved that song. And I think with Taylor Hawkins' recent unfortunate passing, I think that's that song's going to reach a lot of people. He's, he is very, obviously, popular uh, figure and amazing drummer. Um, the Black 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 on Blue, but Kenny Wade Shepherd. I wasn't a huge fan of his uh, previously, but I am now after listening to that song hundreds of times and practicing that. Uh, that's a great song as well. Uh, obviously, ZZ Top, huge fan, huge Leonard Skinner fan. So all those songs. So yeah, it's a great, great set list. I'm excited for all the songs. Rick, I just like the. Uh... I, I would echo Dave because you know anything with horns, I, of course. <laughs> that's what I'm be into, but I, I, I like the. Uh, I don't know what our set order is going to be, but whatever the first song is, kind of like when the horns first appear, that's that's kind of the the magic for me. <laughs> so I'm hoping we can have a nice big entrance and and uh, you know get the audience to kind of see their eyes pop open. So I'm not. I don't have any one particular song that I'm you know, more excited about. I just, I like all the song choices that we've made and uh, I just look forward to doing it with the rest of the guys here. So. Okay. Thank you, Rick. I, Jason, I didn't see you pop in uh, guys. And Jason McGraw is, is in on the call too. He's going to be playing with us too. And he's a first time he was supposed to play with us last year, but we know what happened last year. So this will be his first time this year. He's a fellow guitar player and, um, secretly behind the scenes he's the guy that puts the ce pro band together um jason what are you looking forward to playing um when we take the stage well it's uh thanks bob it's uh very exciting uh to join these esteemed colleagues uh here more importantly i'm just super excited to get back to the the full size in-person show this year after three years uh since 2019 in denver uh it's going to be a heck of a show uh you know thousands and thousands of our colleagues from across the industry are going to descend on Dallas uh, next month for the event. All the top brands in the industry are are going to be there on the show floor. And uh, this is, you know, the, the, the kickoff, uh, if you will, the culmination of our first day uh, back on the show floor. Uh, so we're actually going to be in, in hall F there at the uh, exhibit hall. And uh, we'll actually be rehearsing uh, right on the stage in the, for our, our exhibitor friends that will be setting up uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday night. So they'll get to, to hear a little rehearsal action over on the stage uh, going on as we prep for the uh, the big gig. Uh, but uh, we're also going to be giving away some T-shirts to our first 500 friends that, that uh, show up uh, for the event. And, of course, there will be some uh, libations to share and uh, have a great time. So I'm really looking forward to it, a great celebration and return. Uh, of CD Expo and celebrating the industry and uh, just a great way. Uh, you know, we've all missed this uh, interactivity in person over the last couple of years. And uh, there's just nothing that replaces, uh, you know, hearing live music, uh, shaking hands and uh, having a drink with your buddies and making new friends and uh, celebrating the industry and, and a great time uh, to be had by all. So, uh, I'm looking forward to sitting in on a couple of the songs and, uh, we've secured all the backline gear, the amps, the drums, uh, keyboard and, uh, stage and PA and electricity and all the good stuff we need to, to have a great, uh, turnout. So hopefully we'll all keep practicing here over the next several weeks. And once we get together, it'll be uh, magnificent. So 
I'm super excited about it. I'm hoping everybody, if you haven't registered yet for the show, that you do so. And uh, you come out to see uh, this fine group of uh, musicians perform for you. Jason, thank you. Uh, uh, throwing my two cents in, um, uh, I forget who it was that um, had mentioned the Foghat song. I That song is a blast to play live. I I really have had fun learning that song. Uh, the Foo Fighters, of course, I'm a big fan of theirs. And uh, the Molly Hanchett song, which I was really apprehensive about, but the song has a great groove to it. You can kind of lay in the pocket on that song. And I'm looking forward to hearing the guys play that song. But um, moving on to our next question, guys, I want to ask you, um, do you think that being musicians maybe had partly helped kind of help you to, to find yourself into the custom install market. Um, the, the fact that I think Tim had mentioned that, yes, um, many of our peers in the industry do play at some level. Do you think it's uh, not a coincidence that we're all, or many of us are musicians and um, we happen to work in this industry and we get to talk about audio and video and all the cool stuff, smart home. And um, Tim, I'd like you to respond first. Um, well, I think we're all gear guys, first and foremost, right? I mean, um, if you're a musician, you love gear. You, you, can't ha- you can't get away from it, right? Even if it's stuff you don't play. You, like, yeah, I love guitars. I'm not a very good guitar player. Um, drums are my first instrument, but I love guitars. And I love gear. And I worked in television mainly because I was a musician, and that led to um, software, which then led to this particular industry. And the the thing that I thought was pretty similar between custom industry and um, the software industry is that a lot of programmers are musicians as well. And I think, you know, there's something about the way the creative brain works, um, whether you're a producer, whether you're a programmer, whether you're a salesperson, whatever, um, you know, our, our you know, we like to make things. And when you're making music, you're you're making something, you're creating something. And I think as integrators, when you're designing these amazing systems for, for your customers, you're creating when, you know, all the things that we do. Um, so I, I don't think it's a coincidence at all. Uh, I mean, I think that's why I'm like, when we get out there, we're going to be, you know, playing to our, our peers. And yeah, that, that, that's kind of how I see it. Steve, how about you, especially where you're an acoustician? Well, I mean, it, it really guided my entire path of life because when I went to school, I was going to school for mechanical and aerospace engineering. And because I was bored with thermodynamics, heat transfer, all that, and I just really was so passionate about music, I had to find something that combined engineering and music. And it led me to the world of acoustics and then eventually audio from there. So that really governed my entire life is is being a musician from an early age patrick how about you uh, especially as you are uh, an employee of focal and name yeah yeah i started in this industry when i was 16 i'm 49 now so it's been a long time and i i started at best buy um at 16 and mainly because of my love of music and got into you know selling audio at best buy back from their commission and then I figured um, I wasn't, I was never that type of musician where I was willing to risk everything for my art, unfortunately. You know what I mean? So I figured, you know, if I'm not willing to do that, why don't I, you know, play music on the side and, you know, sell speakers. And, uh, you know, and as Tim said, 
you know, I'm a gear collector. I have so much gear. It's unbelievable. I'm sure you guys have more than I do, but you know, sometimes my wife's just like, what <laughs> do you really need another guitar pedal? Do you need another tube amp? Do you need another ISO acoustics or whatever it is? And the answer <laughs> is yes, I do. Cause that's my passion, you know? So I, yeah, I, I there's a lot of musicians in our industry and it's, it's wonderful. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's great to work in an industry that, that I truly love and love going to work every day and love, you know, selling speakers and talking about audio and, and all the things that go into what, what we all do. So there's definitely a lot of passion in, in our industry. And a lot of that comes from a lot of us being musicians, whether that, whether professionally or amateurly or whatever. So, yep. Jim, you work for arguably the most well-known audio company in the world. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I would echo what the guys are saying, right? I think you know, I'm the same way. I've been a musician my whole life. Um, I originally went to college to do architecture because it was the creative part of my brain. And, and when that, I decided I didn't want to do that as a career. I turned to film and television production and audio production because I knew it was a good way to get out of college quickly with very good grades. <laughs> I didn't really put a lot of thought into how that was going to pan out the rest of my life. So you know, so we turned to the AV industry, like Patrick, I started at Best Buy at retail selling stuff and it, because it was a passion. And I think we all have that passion. And in my case, you know, I, I share that the sentiment that I'm, I love my job. I love going to work every day and it's work is not really work, right? It's almost, you know, they call it work because it's work, but it's fun <laughs> in a lot of ways. And for me, the ability to create products that can share music and movies with everybody around the world is I'm just, I feel like I'm sharing my passion with, you know, the world. And I think all of us are kind of that way. We're all in this industry from that passion. We're all a bit nerdy and we like the science aspects of it. And, you know, that kind of comes with being a musician as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's great. And I think because we're in the industry we're in, we're close to music and, a lot of us are fortunate to meet some of our heroes in, in the business we're in. Um, I've met so many of the guys that I grew up listening to and then to be able to sit down and have conversations with them because of my job is, is a little far out there. But again, all of that is just, it's, it's what we do. It's what drives us all. And, you know, as I was told one time too, we're in this industry because we weren't good enough to be professional musicians, <laughs> but I think, you know, maybe not necessarily the case for a lot of us, right? It's like there's the stability that comes in, in being in this industry as well. But uh, it's just, again, I, I love being able to share music with anyone and everyone. Jason, you, you have a, a nice perspective on this where you came from the commercial industry yeah. AV market. And now you're in the, the resi side of the electronics industry. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, similar path. You know, I was involved in, in theater in high school and college and picked up a guitar, I think, when I was in seventh grade guitar class back in the day. I'm fortunate that, you know, my my younger son, who's in college now, is also has a love for guitar. Uh, but, you know, I played in some original bands and cover bands back in college and over the years. Uh, unfortunately, not recently, but uh, so I'm a little rusty, uh, probably more so than everybody here. But uh, I do, I do uh, Patrick, have 10 amps in my basement and a PA system and keyboard and bass. And, and I feel like I have a mini guitar center in my, in my basement and uh, 
when I built my house, I put in extra insulation so my wife wouldn't yell at me so much when I went down there and cranked up the Marshall stack, which I love to do on the weekends and every chance I can get. Um, but yes, truly a passion. And so, you know, that, that led me into, uh, you know, working uh, with events and, uh, you know, especially uh, I had a great run for a long time uh, leading the Infocom show for many years, got to know many of the audio brands in the industry. And then when I got the call and opportunity to come over here with Emerald and, and uh, be the show director for CD Expo is a wonderful opportunity for me personally, but also it kind of went back to your matching up your passion and your uh, enthusiasm for uh, an industry that you also take a lot of personal pride and pleasure in. And so it's uh, it's a dream come true uh, to be able to, uh, and just say, wake up every day and, uh, you know, apply what you enjoy and know some things about and be able to make a living doing that. Uh, and then helping others. That's a big piece uh, for me and my, my avocation, my career is that, you know, I, I feel like a glorified wedding planner. You know, we're putting the hall together, we're getting the band, we're sending out the invitations, we're getting the party favors and the, the, the beer and drinks, and everybody's going to come and have a great time. And I get to play host. And uh, we have a fantastic team uh, at Emerald. Uh, and I say I, I'm the royal we here. You know, there's dozens of people behind the scenes uh, that, that make it all come together and all the great vendors that we have at the show. But, uh, you know, to be able to do something fun, at the show and then also connect your personal avocation to it is, is fantastic. And, uh, you know, so uh, again, every time, every year, it's a new opportunity, especially coming out of the pandemic. I, I can't stress what a, what a great feeling it is to be planning for getting back together in person uh, and, and having a good time together. Um, and I said earlier celebration, and I really truly mean that, you know, it's uh we have a wonderful industry because of the passionate people you know, on this call, but uh, the thousands of others that uh, love what they do and make a difference for their customers and clients. And I think it shows that we deliver the, the magic, the art, the science and bringing it all together. Um, so this is a, this is going to be a great celebration in Dallas with the CE Pro All-Star Band. Jason, thank you. Rick, your background includes pro audio with one of the world's most famous microphone companies. And now you have your own company of high performance electronics. What's your perspective? Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I've always kind of been in the, the dedicating my life and my interest and my passions to, um, you know, making things sound better and clearer and, you know, um, you know, kind of both sides of the equation when it comes to music, for example, you know, in the old days when I was, Early in my career working at uh, Shure up in Chicago, um, you know, I was focused on the front end, you know, the mics, the pickup, you know, the, and working with some of the, you know, some really brilliant engineers on the acoustic side, things like that. Um, I'm an electrical engineer by background. I kind of love the magic of how to transmit those signals through these little seemingly in, you know, object, inanimate objects to make sound come out the other side. I always thought that was pretty magical. So, um, you know, so the front end was a focus. And then now with, you know, with the current company, uh, Andy Audio, we, uh, we focus on the back end. So how do we make what comes in the room sound like what went, you know, it went into the studio. Um, so I've always just loved music, 
and capturing music and conveying music and sharing music, whether it be live or electronic. So I guess that's kind of how I encompass all that stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Dave, uh, you basically stepped in off the road in the tri-state New York area as a gigging bass player. And um, you, you formed your company uh, based upon your love of audio video. Um, can you um, provide your um, uh, your thoughts on this? Sure. Well, I, I actually started in retail before I oh. formed the company because I was on the road and had gotten married and my wife was pregnant and I needed a gig with health insurance. You know, you, you don't get health insurance opening up for the four tops or, you know, doing these 1500 people shows there's, you know, you get money and a couple of perks of the job, you no know, green M&Ms and you basically spend everything you have being on the road. So I walked into a job fair by my house at a place called nobody beats the whiz, um, which was the local version of Best Buy, I guess at that time or crazy Eddie. Um, and I said, I need a job. I need health insurance. And the girl looks at my resume and she goes, yeah, I can't hire you. I was like, well, why not? She goes, well, you've never really had a job job. I was like, but you know, I said, I'm a really good musician. I've worked in studios. I've installed PA systems. I've owned my own PA system. I really need a job. I don't care what it pays as long as there's commission and health insurance. And she said, all right, I'll, I guess I'll give you a shot. And I was like their largest grossing salesperson in, in the whole chain by the end of the year. Cause I just used to walk around in circles and sell whatever I could knowing that he was on the way and I needed to pay for a lot of formula and everything else. And that grew into working for another retailer who was kind of more like a, back then we called it business to business, but we were kind of a trans shipper. You know, we had all the great lines and we met all the installers and, you know, we were kind of selling stuff out the back door, not selling out the front door. And somebody said to me, you know, you'd make a really good distributor. And I was like, all right, well, that sounds cool. I don't know much about it. And uh, one of the reps came over to me and he, he needed to start a distribution company. And that's how the whole thing started. Eventually, I went over to Avid and then Avid got sold and I left, started my own thing. And here we are now. But having the experience of owning your own PA system at 13 years old and, you know, then doing PA rentals and working in recording studios. It gave me a lot of perspective on what a room should sound like. And, you know, Steve, you could probably appreciate that being around all that kind of stuff. Mm. There are certain things that you look for and you listen for in a recording studio or while you're playing with other guys that you need to create that magic in a room. And that helped me a lot. And it gave me a lot of like street cred with customers, you know? So like they treated me a little differently because they kind of felt like I knew what I was doing, you know, because I had that musical background. So yeah, it was a tremendous help. Nobody else would have me, honestly. <laughs> it was the only job I could get. So, you know, but it was a great path for me and I'll, I'll, I don't regret it. I love what I do. We still keep the music going once in a while. And uh, so it, it's, it's really a great place to be. Dave, thank you. My final question for you guys, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Why do people need to attend the CDR Expo uh, on September 20, uh, 29th, I believe, through October 1st to see the band? Rick, I'll start with you. 
uh, it's a community. Uh, Cedia is a community of of uh, professionals and uh, folks that just have a magical skill to make um, homes and residences just do things that they could never do in the past. So um, let's get all those folks together. Let's let's get the community together and the band and music and live performance is a great way to do that. Great way to facilitate it. Rick, thank you. Jim. Yeah. So on our end, you know, it's just great to be back at the show. All the products we do are, you know, very experiential. So to be able to let people come in and see and hear them is great. And then you, what you, most of the stuff that we're doing again is trying to recreate live music. So to have some actual live music there on the floor, <laughs> come over here. This is what it sounds like. Come over here and check out the products that bring it to life in your home. So I think it's just a great community again of like-minded people. Everybody there loves music and we're looking at how you can bring it to life in any way, every way. And I think having the band there at the show floor really puts kind of the stamp on the whole thing for it. And thank you, Patrick. I agree with both uh, uh, Rick and Jim that, um, you know, um, this expo is a great opportunity, you know, for, uh, for dealers to see new products and, and experience all of that, uh, the community and the trainings and everything. And then um, this show just like, like they said, brings it all together and ties it all together. Cause we're like Jim said, what we're trying to do is recreate the live music in the home or a car or whatever. So it's uh, yeah, it's very important and it's going to be a great time and great for everybody to get together um, after going through the pandemic, you know, the last couple of years. So it's going to be a, a great event and a good uplifting event for everybody. Thank you. Jason. Sorry. Got to unmute my microphone. Very important feature. Um, yeah. Like I said before, it's a, a great opportunity to reconnect. I, I'm also excited. I'll just plug. I mean, we, we will have nearly 100 manufacturer product training sessions. Cedia, uh, the association, has uh, entirely new programming in their education conference. We have our smart stage sessions on the show floor with our very own Jason Knott from uh, CE Pro and others helping us out uh, with different topics that are relevant and talking about future trends and hot topics. We have a new area, the Innovation Hub. Uh, stage with uh, more topics talking about specific product uh, case studies and applications. We have our launch pad area with two over two dozen new to market companies uh, that are showing at the show for the first time. Um, we have design and connection program on Friday where we have builders, designers, architects uh, coming to the show uh, with our friends from the various trade associations out there, NKBA and HB. Uh, AIA members, et cetera. Uh, we have all the buyers groups having meetings and bringing their members to the show. So uh, it's going to be uh, fantastic. I'm very thrilled. Uh, we've got all the major brands uh, back on the show floor with their latest products, which, uh, you know, frankly, a lot of folks haven't been able to see or touch or, you know, connect with uh, the, uh, the technical engineering folks, the sales and marketing folks and the different brands. Uh, so, you know, if you're an integrator, a rep, distributor, uh, consultant, uh, programmer, uh, you need to join us in Dallas uh, and join the party. Uh, more importantly, you know, you get great takeaways that will propel your business through the rest of the year uh, into uh, the following year. And uh, I would point out in 23, the show returns to Denver. Uh, so we'll be heading out there uh, September 7 to 9. But this year, the show 
as Bob mentions, a, a little bit later in September. And um, so, you know, make your plans. We have plenty of hotel rooms still available. I think our block's 85% sold, uh, but registration's open. Uh, if you haven't made your travel plans or hotel, it's not too late. Uh, I know many of you are still on summer vacations and and uh, sending your kids back to school and so forth. But, uh, you know, don't delay, uh, you know, sign up for what you need to do. Um, we also have a contest. Uh, we're giving away some uh, VIP tours, compliments of uh, Visit Dallas to the uh, AT&T Stadium. Uh, so there's a contest online that uh, folks might want to enter that as well. Uh, so a lot of activities, a lot of vendor events, uh, but of course, this is a signature highlight event at the show, uh, CE Pro All-Star Band. So very excited to be there and hope you'll join us. Thanks Excuse a lot, Bob. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Um, Dave. I think this could possibly be like one of the most important CDA shows that we've done in a very, very long time. It's kind of like a reboot. We need to kind of reboot our whole industry. It's the last couple of years have been insane. I mean, we've all been very, very busy, which is a great thing. Um, we've had a lot of hurdles to get over, which is not such a great thing. But it looks like things are kind of calming down a little bit. It looks like it'll be safe for us to all get together. And what better way to kick it off with, you know, live music by a bunch of your colleagues. You know, um, I can't think of any better way to do this. And um, I hope everybody comes. I really do. I'm looking forward to seeing people I haven't seen in a while and um, just kicking some ass, taking some names. Awesome. And Steve, wrapping things up. Yeah, sure. Well, for me, CDS. Oh, no, like, sorry, I got Tim, right, Tim? I, I oh. still got you. That's okay. I mean, I think everybody said, um, I echo what everybody said. Uh, it's important to us. Mainly because Detools was, uh, you know, we we launched at Cedia back in 1998. This Cedia Expo has always been a very, very important show for our company. And um, it was hard to miss last year. And we're really excited to be back in front of everybody. It's been a rough couple of years, as everybody said, for everybody. So um, it's going to be an awesome show. Thank you, Tim. Steve, I was sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um okay. <laughs> I'm trying so, to keep track of every everyone, and um, doing a great I'm losing job. the battle here. No, Take it home, Steve. Awesome job, absolutely. So, yeah, for me, uh, being a head of a service company, it's a little bit different. Uh, certainly, we love coming to CD and seeing a lot and hearing, of course, a lot of products. But for me, it's all about relationship building and cultivating. And I think this All Star Band goes hand in hand with that. I, I actually don't know most of you really well. But I'm really excited to be able to get to know you. And, you know, as, as we all know, playing music together is the ultimate relationship building and, and strengthening effort that we can possibly do. So that's going to be real fun. But I think that type of spirit will convey itself or translate itself to the audience as well. We have a relationship with the audiences we play for and, and the people we see during the show. And I think this is just going to be a great opportunity for everybody to come back after a few years and really build those relationships and, and strengthen the ones we have. Steve, thank you. Guys, I want to thank you for taking uh, some time out of your day to talk about the band, to talk about the upcoming expo. And I look forward to seeing you guys in Dallas on the week of September 29th through October 1st. And of course, 
the first rehearsal, I believe we're going to do on Tuesday night. And of course, that'll lead up to the band on the 29th at approximately 5 p.m. But I want to thank you guys for hopping on this call and uh, have a great day. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank thanks, you, Bob. Thanks, thank, Bob. You guys. thank you, Bob. See you soon, See guys. You soon. Right. Thank you, guys. Safe travels. Thank you.